Welcome to the Transcending the Patriarchy live stream series. This is with myself, Ghost Cat Blood, and my beloved Jenna Faye Madden. We are releasing a new program for women called Transcending the Patriarchy. How to heal and evolve your relationship to the masculine, energetic, and men on this planet so you, as a divine feminine leader, can liberate yourself, reclaim your sovereignty, have the best and deepest, most intimate relationships, and make more money within your business. This is a collaboration between Jenna and I, the first in 1.5 years. And in celebration, we are releasing this live stream series, 10 episodes, and we will be broadcasting them out on both of our podcasts right here on Consciousness and Leadership, the podcast for truth-seeking souls, and my beloved's podcast, The Soul Meets Strategy Show. So pull up a seat, grab some cacao, and enjoy this live stream series. Seven key ways that the patriarchal energetic is holding you, the divine feminine leader, back from embracing and embodying 5D energetics. It is Jenna and Spence here. Jenna has given me the honor of kicking it off on her profile. And we are on, what is this, hun? I think about number four or five of our episodes for the Transcending the Patriarchy live stream series, where we are going deep into exploring and understanding how the patriarchy energetic is impacting this earthly plane that we live on and how you as a woman can transcend beyond it, how you can literally evolve beyond the control, the subjugation, the pain, the limitations into abundance, love, and radiance. Consistently is the key thing here because Jenna and I, we work with literally dozens and dozens of women who, you know, you, you tap into this high energetic of the 5D quite often. However, one of the biggest gaps that Jenna and I see and one of the reasons that we're doing this live stream series is that you, many women are struggling to hold that high frequency consistently. And you get pulled down by what we like to talk about as these hooks, these hooks of the patriarchy, control, subjugation, rape, terror, trauma. And we're here to say you can shift beyond that very, very quickly when you are able to identify what these hooks are and then have very simple practices and, emb and embody these practices consistently, you can undo these hooks and literally you will feel yourself float. You literally raise into these beautiful higher frequencies. And what happens, hun, we've seen this with all of our clients. When you, you know, unhook and you float into these higher frequencies, well, you magnetize more clients. You magnetize the ideal clients. Your relationship with your beloved, if you're married or in partnership, will naturally raise as well if you're calling in your beloved. Well, when you're in higher frequencies, guess what? You're going to be magnetizing and attracting the beloved, your king or your queen, who is going to treat you like the divine sovereign goddess that you are. You're going to see synchronicities and miracles show up. And we're not just saying this from a buzzword Instagram perspective. We're saying this from a fully offline perspective. So, hun, 
after this intro, I'm excited. We're firing on all cylinders. We're going to keep flowing with these seven, uh, these seven ways where we're going to talk about what the heck they are that are keeping you down. And then we're going to link to, well, what's the vision here? Like what, what, what is, what is the more evolved, more embodied way than these things that hold you down? So I'm going to pass it over to you to keep on flowing baby. And then we will jump into these seven. Absolutely. Thanks for introducing us to this next episode. I'm really excited for us to flow through some of these different areas because I know for each woman and for each of us as individuals, there's different areas that are more real for us. You know, for some of us, there's a lot of past things that are really holding us back. For some of us, it's navigating, you know, what's really going on right now. There's so many different angles, you know, of, of how the old system and the old codes, the old programs continue to infiltrate our lives, you know, which is all, as we've talked about in past episodes, basically designed to control and enslave humanity, um, both men and women in different ways, right? It's to create docile, emasculated men and to create numbed out disconnected women at the end of the day. And the more that we all rise into our power, the more that the collective shifts. And I feel that the new earth is inevitable and is already here. But this shakeout of old energy, this residue that we're moving through, I feel like we can really amplify and speed up our clearing of that to experience better realities, so to speak, as we do this work you know, individually and collectively, because then we are able to hold it and receive it and experience it. So with that being said, let, let's jump in and talk about some of these different ways. Spencer and I came up with the seven most common areas that we see with our clients, with the women in our communities of basically ways that the patriarchy and by patriarchy, as you know, what, what we mean is the old coding of society really meant to keep down the divine feminine, both within men and women. Yeah, let us know if the sound cuts out. It looks good for me, but I can't tell what it looks like for you guys. So if you're listening as a live with us, let us know if there's any delays or glitching. Um, but yeah, you know, with these different areas, listen as, as you're taking this in and just really take note of like, which ones feel the most real for you, which ones maybe spark an emotion or a sensation in your body. And some of them might not feel you may have already worked through them. And other ones you're like, yep, okay, that's where I felt a contraction. So just notice within yourself if there's anything that pops up, any moments of clarity, any opportunities of where you might want to journal or meditate on or like do some deeper work on, because I have a strong knowing that this can provide a lot of clarity in this episode for everyone. So the first one we're gonna talk about is self-imposed suffering. So I'm gonna pass it over to Spence to drop in and, and talk a little bit about what we mean by that. Perfect, thank you, Hans. So this is one that we see a lot, self-imposed suffering. And this is one of the beautiful gifts in this reality, this earthly plane that we live in is we have come into this realm that is 
extremely wide ranging in the emotional spectrum. In fact, in the entire Omniverse, it has one of the most, if not the most, wide ranging emotional spectrums. We talked about this on a previous episode where literally you can go from the terror of rape all of the way to the frequency of orgasmic bliss and everything in between. However, on an omniverse perspective, there is a lot of suffering where if we look at it as a spectrum where we talked over here, where there's control, subjugation, tyranny, famine, all of these lower energetics, there's a wide spectrum here. Now, why is there such a wide spectrum? Well, there's such a wide spectrum because many souls come into this density to have the experience of suffering and go on this journey of remembering who the fuck you actually are to release the suffering and move into higher energetics. You know, we talk about 5D, you see it on TikTok, you see it in posts. Well, you have this opportunity here in this plane, this earthly plane we exist in, to shift from burden, overwhelm, stress, fear, pain, trauma, into bliss, joy, ease, abundance, all of these high, high frequencies. But where is the gap in there? Where does the patriarchy actually trip up and trick women into staying in the low frequencies more and more and more? Well, it is done through the trap of self-imposed suffering. And Jenna and I are really here to declare and let this be your permission slip because you wouldn't be hearing or listening or seeing this if you weren't meant to see it because we're playing in the quantum field. So you're absolutely here for this message at the right time that the only thing causing suffering is your self-imposed suffering. You have the choice because we live in a free will universe, a free will planet to decide whether you're going to look at something as a gift or you're going to look at it as suffering. This is something we're going to be breaking down and going deep into within Transcending the Patriarchy program because it's not something that you can just click on a live like this. It's something that really has to be explored, integrated, and embodied. However, self-imposed suffering, this is where you're beating yourself up. This is where you're judging yourself. This is where you're piling on the guilt and the shame from your outward reality, many of these projections from others, and then internalizing. So if you're internalizing this as many, many women are, even if they're leaders, do more, be more, gotta do this, you're not actually coming into that deep alignment with yourself. And this is how you take on and continue to live what we like to call the suffering story. Now, here's the thing. There's many souls on this planet who self-impose suffering is their soul lesson for this incarnation, this round on this earthly plane. Jenna and I are here, and we're going to be going deep in this in our Transcending the Patriarch program, that many souls will be leaving this earthly realm very, very soon because they can't handle the frequency. And you have to make that decision. Are you going to be one of those souls? Like this is not talking about personal development like we talked about it 10 years ago or five years ago where it's like, Airy Fairy, I want to manifest, blah, blah, blah. No, this is like, this is real 5D frequency where you have to make that choice. Am I going to suffer or not? And if you continue to suffer and you're not willing to go on that evolutionary journey of your internalization in yourself, the bottom line is 
you are going to get what is called harvested, meaning you're going to be removed from this earthly simulation, going somewhere else to play out your karma. And you have to ask yourself, do you want to do that again? Because you're conscious of it now. I've just told it to you. So it's now in your consciousness. Do you really want to continue to impose suffering, be removed from this game by circumstance being low frequencies? Or do you want to evolve into this abundant, consistently and continuously abundant soul who gets to anchor in the new earth in those 5D higher frequencies? So there's no shortcut to this, but it's a choice. And you literally have to look at the situation, perceive the situation in front of you, whether it's governments contracting, whether it's your business not making the money you'd like, whether it's a, you know, maybe intimacy in your relationship and make the choice. You're going to look at this as a gift and an opportunity to expand and raise into higher energetics, which can happen very, very quickly. You're going to see the results if you jump in transcending the patriarchy, or are you going to let yourself be locked in and ultimately harvested and removed from the game? And generally are not here to parrot fear at you and say, you know, like this, this, this is going to happen to you, but we are here to cut the bullshit and give it to you straight. That is something that we see all the time in our DMS. We get emails all the time. This is why we cause, we can cause a lot of controversy too. And we've gotten some quote unquote hate mail as well is because we are 100% devoted to bringing it straight up to you. We're not going to sugarcoat it anymore. We're not going to pretend we're often oh, love the secret and manifestation, all that stuff. Like that stuff is done. That's actually part of the patriarchy. And we're going to go into that in um, a new, uh, another episode about how the culture of manifestation and stuff is actually part of the patriarchy designed to suffer. So make sure you stay tuned on our podcast and all of that. So with all of that said, I want to pass it over to you, hun. Is there anything in there around self-imposed suffering that perhaps maybe you've experienced? And to give the women a bit of an example here, and then we will flow on to number two. Yeah, thanks for that, Cher. I I, I feel like with self-imposed suffering, the, the biggest thing is we we do the work for it. <laughs> you know, like we it's kind of like what's going on in our world right now, where so much of it is just this illusion but they don't even really need to in many countries in many ways control things because you have people like self-policing each other you have people literally addicted to being in suffering and that's like the mainstream narrative that's out there is basically like that energy of of like i need an adult <laughs> you know i'm not in my own sovereign energy and that that's like what ripples into just like the day-to-day -day lives of so many of us is feeling like it's the self-imposed prison which for some women is going to be like in their body and we're going to talk about that in one of the other points coming up but like that can be self-imposed suffering of like literally keeping ourselves unhappy or uncomfortable in our body and it's like this internalization of things this can also happen with love you know, and relationships where I know lots of women who one of the things they want the most in the world is to be in like a sacred union, you know, a committed, aligned relationship, yet they keep dating, let's say, like the bottom of the barrel kind of people, you know, from their old cycles and then expecting different results, you know, and I'm not here to shame anyone for any of these. Like we, the same thing happens in business 
where we'll create self-imposed suffering. We don't even need anyone to do it for us because we'll keep just running the old scripts and programs ourselves of like, got to do more, got to be this, got to chase that. And it's like not a healthy dynamic of drive. It's like more of like that pressure. And so we create our own shame and guilt and things that we're holding on from past traumas that just keeps the suffering loop going, that it doesn't even matter at this point, like what the powers that be are necessarily doing because all that really matters to them because they're on their own ascension journey as well. So I have love and compassion for that. And like, so as we're all like elevating our consciousness and stepping into the 5D and beyond and all this stuff, there are, we'll call them controller species, you know, where what they get their energy from and how they feel like they're moving closer to source is actually from like the negative energy here on the planet. And so what better way to have negative energy than to have people feeling in fear, to have people feeling disconnected from themselves and literally to be in loops of self-imposed suffering. You know, I'll give one other example on this is women like not even celebrating. The amount of times like in a, in a week that I'll have clients hit some big milestone in their business and like skim over it because they're already like fixated on what could go wrong the next time or why it wasn't still good enough or what have you is like an exact example of self-imposed suffering. You know, like, let's say you open up your program on launch day and your old code is like, no one's going to join. But then the new code comes in and like five women join and you're you're all like excited. But before you can even internalize that and link pleasure to success and celebrate and receive that, it's like then we're already back in the loop of like, oh, my God, but what if they all back out? What if it's not good enough? What if I'm not good enough? And so we create these self-imposed suffering loops, which is exactly what they want exactly what they've trained into our society that we're just constantly playing out these loops of of it not being enough or us not being enough so that that's really the first one around self-imposed suffering so if that's landing for you let us know the next one we're going to go into is the illusionary glass ceiling or we could call this like the limit limitations around you your potential your wealth love creation sovereignty but basically the this idea that has been implanted that there's there's like a cap you know like you can only make so much or receive so much or be so much so i'd love to hear from you spencer what have been your observations and what can you speak into around this like illusionary glass ceiling that's been created for women in our in our world Ooh, this is a good one because we're going to take this in a little bit of a, a different direction because we love to go really deep and the illusionary glass ceiling and limits stems from the programming that the patriarchy encodes in ourselves from a very young age and within our culture and society that we die that we die. Now, I know many of you are healers and are aware and awake and you believe in reincarnation and, you know, from different you know, star families and all of that. And we, we must, we must, 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 if we are going to free ourselves from the energetics of the patriarchy, move from believing that we are infinite into knowing that we are infinite. And this is where the, the practices of meditation, working with the earth energies, perhaps for some of you plant medicine, 
all of these different ways of coming into the knowingness that we are actually infinite, that we are literally droplets of the divine aspects of source, where if I left this vessel today, for whatever reason, knock on some wood, that I know that this is not the end. But here's the thing, when you're down here in this earthly dimension, you know, the three to four, five D, if you're down in the three D and you're caught up in the suffering, you know, the self-imposed suffering, you're literally in this illusion and your glass ceiling, it might not even be glass. It might just be your black freaking ceiling is that you, by the time you get to 70 or 80, if you're lucky and you do the right things, you will, you will die. And then that's it. And even if you're a healer, even if you know reincarnation exists, many of you still have that programming deep in your DNA that's literally been spliced in by quote unquote aliens that at the end of this lifetime, it's over. And you carry this into your business, your relationships, your life, how you look at how you, 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 you act when you go down the street. These, this is a really big one. When you can unlock that you're infinite, this, you literally see this life as a game. And when it becomes a game, you get to play and you get to have the conscious choice to play how you like. You're not playing knowing you're, you know, you're dying. You're playing knowing that this is just one freaking level, one embodiment, one round of your soul where you're here to create magic, to bring forth your creatrix energy and see what is possible. But if you're locked in with a glass ceiling or, you know, a, a black ceiling thinking it's over, you're going to be bringing limitation into your body, into your energetics. And ultimately that is going to hold you back from the wealth, the relationships, and ultimately feeling feeling love and free because Jenna and I have worked with literally hundreds of women together. Jenna, you're probably at thousands now. And when we really go deep with women, like, I mean, really, really deep in ceremony, it comes back to love and freedom. Like this is really what women desire. Like tune into that is love and freedom. When you strip away the clients, the money, the wealth, truly what you desire because i pretty much guarantee that it, it, it is if you're anything like the hundreds of women that we've supported and served but how can you truly be free if you have any of the coding that you are limited that you die but when you shift into infinite you become an infinite creator so i'm going to flow this over to you hun because this is this is a big one right this is a big one and just before i pass it to you one thing that's transmitting through is think of the corporate structure, right? And how it can be very difficult for women to, you know, ascend. Like if we think of the building, you know, with the CEOs and the board at the top and the woman starts down in the mailroom and she claws her way up to middle management. But then, you know, how many women, how many women um, now, but also in previous generation, you know, they get to middle management and they talk about it, you know, the glass ceiling, cause you're, you're not a man. You can't make the decisions that a man can make, you know, that old code shit. Well, that is literally just a microcosm of what women are allowing the patriarchy to do to them in all aspects of their life. And if you know that you're infinite, you won't let that glass ceiling stop you.
So I'll pass it over to you, Hun, because I know you've, you know, you've really been there in the corporate world and with the belief that you're limited and, and you've, you've evolved out of that. Yeah, absolutely. That was, that was great, Hun. And yeah, a little bit more around this, this glass ceiling stuff is so many of us have come from corporate jobs and now we're still playing out this incremental growth, you know, and this energetic of needing to earn, to earn it. And even if you weren't in a corporate job, like some of you I know have followed the entrepreneurial path this whole time, or you've, you've been doing other things or motherhood, whatever, whatever the focus is and has been up until now. Um, I would say probably everyone listening to this went to school on some regard, you know, with the odd person here who's maybe been homeschooled, but largely most of us have been infiltrated with the school system, whether it's like school growing up or if it was post-secondary school or being an employee, either way, the whole system has been built to be a good little girl, to be a good employee, and basically for incremental growth, which is why it can be so uncomfortable for us to like really rocket ship <laughs> into other realities. It's not that it's hard necessarily or not possible, but it, it's like our own wiring is uncomfortable with that. And there's this energetic of needing to earn it and have this incremental growth, meaning like I'll talk to women all the time, let's say, and someone comes to me and says, well, you know, I'm, I'm making like zero to 5K a month in my business. But once I get to 5K, you know, then after, you know, a year of that, like then I'd like to get to 10K and then, OK, well, if I do that the next year, I could do 20K, which there's nothing wrong with any of that. If that's what feels good for you and like that that's what excites you and is in your field amazing and so much of it is actually people feeling like they need to follow it's like creating their own corporate ladder in their own leadership business life love sovereignty of needing to earn it and be able you know not be able to have it all so to speak and so this to me is this illusionary bubble that's been placed above us that it needs to be harder than it actually is that you need to earn it and be able to like incrementally move your way up this ladder, which at the same time they're telling you is capped at a certain point. And I find so many women I talk to, they do, they feel capped and tapped out where it's, it's like, well, basically soul says, if you're already not feeling good with where you're at right now, whether this is emotionally, financially, love, you know, all whatever the thing is, why would I increase that for you and amplify that? Like our soul literally moves in the opposite direction. They're like, that doesn't feel safe. That doesn't feel good. Like if right now she's stressed as fuck making 5K a month, why would we triple that to her goal of 15K a month? Because then she's gonna be more burnt out more stressed, more people are going to, you know, shed as she steps up, you know, and like, she's going to lose more people in her life, you know, all of these things that come up that we haven't actually done the work to expand the capacity to experience and receive those things and to feel connected to how they're actually safe and they're actually good. So our soul magnetizes towards it. So to me, it's really, it's not even breaking through a glass ceiling. It's just dissolving the idea and the energetic that there's one there in the first place. So that's a little bit about the illusionary glass ceiling limitation energetic that's been implanted into our society. And the next one is 
basically sexual disconnect and sexual misery and holding sexual trauma, which is a very important area that I know is real for almost every single woman. And I would say man as well, that there's a lot of, a lot of energetics, a lot of trauma, a lot of wounding experiences, things that have happened around sexuality and sensuality. So this is not to downplay anyone's trauma and things that you're moving through. And to also look that there's like deeper agendas to that, you know, beyond like what may have happened to you as a child or in a last relationship, like that's real and that's important. And like part of what gets to be worked through. And there's like this bigger um, grid, you know, that's been placed in our, in our society and world to sexually disconnect us from ourselves. So I'd love to hear from you, Spence. What can you share around the sexual energetics and how the patriarchy relates to that for women? Mm, beautiful. Thank you, hun. So again, as you know, when it comes to Jen and I, we like to take this high level and go beyond what they're going to tell you in a psychology book or the mainstream. So the first thing is I, you know, we have worked with a lot of women. I've worked with a lot of men. We've been in many high level, you know, group programs ourselves and containers. And I can say without a doubt that every single soul that has grown up in what we would call the Western world and quite frankly, probably extended to the world has a level of sexual disconnect and trauma. Some of it very, very deep, like we talked about it with the rape and the programming and all of that before. But why does this actually exist? Because why does this exist? Because if we actually scale back, the agenda is to disconnect us from our life force energy. Literally, what we have termed in English words, sexual energy. And we have all kinds of connotations around sexual energy. And you think sexual and you think of porn or you think of Tantra and you think of all these different things. But ultimately, sexual energy is literally another way of saying as being imbued with pure life force because of your divinely clear connection to source. You know, maybe you might turn that God, you may term that the great mystery, whatever spirit, but literally other species have came in here and seen the potential of humans when you're fully divinely connected to your sexual energy and said, Hey, it's really hard to manipulate them really hard them to make them slaves to do our bidding if they are fully switched on because that prana flowing through you literally you can envision it like a pure white light beam coming down through your crown on your multi-dimensional self and into the ground when that you're pumping with that you can't be controlled and this is what we're seeing right like we see women waking up to that 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 sexual, you know, we call it sexual liberation, AKA letting prana flow through them without the programming and the stories and the BS. Well, they become limitless. They become radiant. They become abundant. We're just terming it sexual energy, but it's actual prana. So how did these, uh, you know, attempted controller species, deceivers, intruders, whatever actually turn so many women and men, almost all of us, off from this innate prana flow. Well, they implemented something called the sexual misery programming. Sexual misery programming. And this is literally 
a program, like you can think of it like a computer program, because guess what? We live in a hologram. This is a simulation. Think of it as a virus. They literally, in, oh, that probably just said that word and triggered, uh, <laughs> triggered some censorship or something. You can think of it as like a, a thing that your computer gets, right? Where it's programmed in and it slowly permeates all through the populace. It filters down in our media and our TV. And you know what it is. You see the porn. You see the devastating effects. You see what Netflix puts out. But what happens is this continues to compound. And as we grow up in this environment, we start identifying with the sexual misery programming. You know, it shows up as I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I have to perform rather than it just being this divine slipstream of what we would term prana or chi energy flowing through us. So it gets very, very misconstrued. And what we see is, you know, like women literally holding on to sexual trauma and repression for their whole life because it's been programmed into you. And when we talk about freeing yourself from the matrix, a big part of that is freeing yourself from the sexual misery programs. So hun, I'd love to just hear your take on this because this is a really, really big one. And we've worked with, you know, a lot of women who've had some really deep, you know, if we're looking at it as not as a gift in a 3D level, like some very, very like horrific things from a 3D perspective happen to them when it comes to the sexual misery program. So what's your take on this and how the heck do you leave this behind and, and replace it with something a lot more expansive? Yeah, this is great. I, I really feel that with the the sexuality, sensuality side of things, a lot of this loops back as well of keeping women disconnected from their true power, their true potential, and literally living a turned on life. As I said earlier, um, I made the connection between pleasure and success. Well, a woman who's fully turned on by life, like living an orgasmic life, which is beyond like having sex with another person or practicing tantra at home by yourself or whatever. It's it's like a way of being, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's like, it's like yoga in the terms of it's not just about going to a yoga class. It's like yoga is a way of life. And to me, that's the same thing with sexuality and being connected to that is it's not about getting to some end point or end game, which is interesting, right? Too, when you think of the patriarchy, the energetics, you think of sexuality. I feel like one of the main codes that's been running too for so many people is, you know, women not being able to ask for what they want sexually, being, you know, used sexually. Um, and a lot of this is really ultimately keeping women from their own liberation in their sexuality, in their sensuality. And like Spencer said, like having the true flow of energy coming through, which if you think about it, if you have energy like fully flowing through, you're going to feel a lot more grounded. You're going to feel a lot more tapped into source. Like you're going to feel a lot more present. Like there's so, so many things that come from that, that if they keep humans and specifically to what we're talking about today, women in a state of sexual misery of not feeling fulfilled, not feeling connected to their bodies, you know, not feeling expressive in that sense, um, not feeling connected to pleasure um, you know, like the womb itself, which is why we have our um, dear soul sister and one of my support coaches, Abby, doing a full womb clearing and activation session in our program, Transcending the Patriarchy, is 
exactly because of that is because we store so much trauma, so much pain in the womb space and so much wisdom there as well. And so of course, this is why they want to keep women disconnected from that and the manifestation, the magnetism, the radiance that comes from being connected to our bodies, being connected to our sexuality, and to be able to release a lot of the shame that's been programmed in there. And also a lot of the ancestral energetics at play as well when it comes to sexuality, sensuality for women. So to me, ultimately, it's, it's just another control mechanism to keep people from their power and to be able to use that, you know, and play with that to create anything, you know, and be be limitless with what we're creating. So number four that we're going to talk about is masculine feminine imbalances, because in, in our world, you know, it's been very patriarchal, you know, built very much, you know, living in a quote unquote man's world, which has really been disempowering to men, which we'll talk about more in another episode, but also, you know, really meant to keep women, as I've been saying, from their power as well. And so a great way to do that is to throw off the polarity and dynamics with masculine feminine, both collectively, as we've been seeing in our society, is that shifting in relationships and then maybe I would say most importantly is within ourselves. And with that being said, when our masculine and feminine is imbalanced within ourselves, I feel truly comes usually from not truly knowing ourselves, you know, like because we get so caught in in the loop and like what it's supposed to look like. And so let's say for some women, some women are more masculine in nature. And I feel like we we all obviously have both within us. And so there's a spectrum and it changes based on the season of our lives. But there's some women who are more masculine, but they've been wronged for that. You know, they've been told that like that, that means like maybe they must be gay or like they have too much drive or they're trying to be too much like a man or they want too much. You know, they desire too much, like all of these things that often women can be wronged for and just blamed that, oh, like, you're just, you're just too much in your masculine. And so it creates this feeling like it's not safe for women to have drive and to like go after their dreams and desire what they desire. But then also on the feminine side of things, there's just been so much misconstrued around that as well of like what it means to be in our feminine and like, oh, to be in our feminine is almost like this disempowered energetic. So it doesn't feel safe for a lot of women to embody more of what their feminine looks like or they're caught in more of like a toxic old code feminine spiral like you know where we get into more of like victimhood or the drama you know and i feel like a lot of us have moved through what i would call like first stage feminine i'm gonna make a note of that actually so we can break down the different stages on another one of these lives um but so many of us have moved out of what i would call first stage feminine where that's really like what they've tried to create in our society, you know, is people that are disconnected, but oftentimes like really reactive, you know, where we're reacting instead of responding. This is the gossip. This is, you know, paying attention too much to like things outside of ourselves instead of the internal connection. And so we look for that outside in the world. And this can be anything from people pleasing to gossiping, but either way, it's like creating this disempowered energetic around being in our feminine 
And it also creates a disempowered energetic about being in our masculine. And so most people, you know, fall somewhere in between the two, but haven't really integrated those parts of themselves to be in a state of empowerment. So I'll pass it over to you, Spence, if you have anything coming through around masculine, feminine imbalance. Yeah, definitely. So I know that we are coming up to when you have to depart. So what we're going to do here for those of you catching and watching is we're going to turn this into a two parter and we are going to do five, six, seven of the ways, the seven ways that the patriarchy is holding you back from your 5D embodiment, the creation of love, liberty, sovereignty within your reality. So definitely come back, follow our channels, follow first. You can find all this stuff on our podcast, the Soul Meet Strategy podcast. If you're feeling the resonance, the resonance, if you're feeling the resonance, reach out to us. Transcending the Patriarchy has such a beautiful circle of women who've already said yes to this journey that we're going to go on. And definitely reach out to Jenna or myself and open our emails because we have some really great things coming through if you're not on jenna's email list you're going to want to reach out and get get on it because man we have some really powerful tools elevation amplification embodiment tools that we've created that we're going to be releasing very shortly as a gift to you the divine feminine woman who is ready to reclaim your sovereignty from the patriarchy now to just bring this on home around masculine feminine balance imbalances, I should say, is the entire patriarchy energetic has occurred because humans have lost the insight, the feeling, the knowingness of the sacred masculine and the divine feminine, the sacred masculine and the divine feminine, when they are flourishing, when that is the, you know, the premier, the dominant energetic within men and women, there's no destruction of the earth. There's pure, there's pure, um, there's pure synergy. There's pure abundance. There's equality, not in the sense that we're all the same, but is in that we're unique and all of our gifts are supported. So this is where we're going with 5D. This is where we're raising to. But in order to get to that, we have to move from what we see in the mainstream as the toxic masculine or better said the wounded or the hyper masculine where the patriarchy loves to push women into that space loves it loves it loves it hustle drive overwhelm domineering overcompensating and then on the other side we have the wounded feminine or the toxic feminine or the hyper feminine where it's chaos where it's indecision where it's hyperfixation on things, where it's nagging, where it's not being in your heart space. So we, it's very, it's very polarizing, right? So we have to literally go on the internal journey to move closer towards the balance. Now it doesn't have to become 50, 50 meeting in the middle, but where we are going individually is where you can figure out what is the divine feminine ratio and the sacred masculine ratio within and have the tools, the practices, the tips in order to realize and recognize, have conscious awareness when you're in either extreme, whether it's the wounded masculine or the wounded feminine. If you're not where you wish to be with your life, your relationships, your business, your embodiment, there's aspects of those outlying polarities that you must uncover discover and the go on this journey to to integrate and this is what we're seeing on a widespread scale right now with 
women and men who are willing to step up. You have to really look, you have to look, you have to feel. And so often we require someone else, someone to mirror these to us. And this is why transcending the patriarchy is so important as a, as a sacred container where you're going to be in circle with women who literally are going to mirror this for you. So that way you can explore where's the wounded masculine, where's the wounded feminine coming up for you. And you're going to learn how to identify it in other people as well, because this is how you can not only contribute to your internal state and abundance, but you can also go out and contribute and serve to your clients, to your family members and call them forward because you know exactly how to identify it. So needless to say, this is a wide spectrum topic that we will be deep diving. And I can assure you, if you are not willing to move from the outliers of the wounding on the masculine feminine and really get a deep inner standing on it within you and how this has been programmed into this earthly plane, you're going to end up struggling and you're going to spend less and less time in that 5D state. And Jenna and I are completely 100% devoted to helping shine that light on it. So that way your energetic can literally rise up and come into what we call the perfect harmony for you. Your uniquely perfect harmony of your masculine feminine. Maybe that's 70% divine feminine, 30% sacred masculine. Many of us are going to have, you know, ratios while we're in this journey of stuff of, you know, maybe we're 30% divine feminine and we're 20% uh, wounded feminine and we're fifth, you know, maybe we're only 10% sacred masculine, which we see a lot with women and 40% wounded masculine where your drive and your, you know, you can see how we can wrap our linear minds around this 100% ratio. And it's our role and it's your responsibility to, you know, you, it's ultimately about reducing and releasing the amount of time, the amount of energy that you allow from the wounding and moving that energetic into the sacred, into the divine. This is how you respark that connection, that true flowing pranic connection to source. This is where all the magic comes out. This is where limitless creativity flows. This is where you don't have blocks around your content. This is where you don't have doubts when you get on a sales call. This is where you're really confident to have sacred, safe, expansive conversations with your partner, your future partner. This is where you set boundaries with your family. This is where you don't take on the, the pain and the suffering of others who may be getting the, this, but you know, this is where everything comes into that crystal clear knowingness that you can shatter the glass ceiling that we had talked about. Because when you're in your sacred masculine, divine feminine balance, there is no there is no ceiling because it's flowing through so divinely. This is how ascension occurs. This is how awakening, elevation occurs. By that conscious commitment and devotion, the devotion being the divine feminine, the commitment being the sacred masculine, of moving away from those extremes and bringing it in. And guess what? You have, you have to become, you have to go deep into it. This isn't something that we're taught in the schooling system. The aliens, controller species, interior government, mainstream government don't want you to do this. They don't. But this is why you're hearing this message because you are ready for it. And you're ready for that conscious commitment and devotion to understanding this deeper. And it's going to unlock absolutely everything. So Hun, I will turn it over to you to conclude part one of the seven ways the patriarchy is holding you back as a divine feminine leader and 
be able to create that sovereignty and abundance. Thank you for that transmission. That was super powerful. And yeah, ultimately to step more into new earth feminine leadership, as I like to call it, requires us to heal our masculine. It's not just about integrating our feminine or learning how to step into that or allowing ourselves to step into that. It's also the healing of the masculine to create the space and the permission and the safety for us to allow ourselves to do that. So it's about finding our own internal balance, as Spencer was saying. So if this has been landing for you, let us know in the comments what your biggest takeaway has been. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast, send me a message on Instagram. We would love to hear. And if you're feeling the call and you're curious about our six-week program, Transcending the Patriarchy, and going on a deep dive journey into this stuff together, then you can send me a message. You can send Spencer a message. We'd love to explore with you if you are a fit to join us and the fellow women who are co-creating this experience together. So thank you so much for tuning in for this. Thank you, Spencer, for joining me for this. And we will see you all for part two. I'm guessing probably tomorrow is when we'll be live for that. So stay tuned and just know if you want to listen to the past ones, they're all on my profile. They're all on the podcast. I'd highly recommend listening to them all because they all build onto each other and is a really good taster and activation of what we will be doing in this container. So thank you so much, everyone. We love you and we will talk to you all soon. Thank you, Sacred Sister, for your time and energy listening to this transmission from my beloved Jenna and I. We would love to extend a heartfelt invitation for you to join us inside of Transcending the Patriarchy, where we will guide you to heal and evolve your relationship to the masculine energetic, your sacred masculine within, and your relationship to men on this planet. So that way you can reclaim your sovereignty, do away with the patriarchal programming, clearing out your DNA, and this will allow more ease, abundance, love, and wealth to flow through you as we go through this great awakening and transition that humanity is intergoing right now. So if these words resonate, and most importantly, the energy behind these words match a frequency, definitely check out Transcending the Patriarchy in the show notes. You can also reach out to me or Jenna directly at the New Earth Masculine on Instagram or on TikTok. And Jenna is at Soul Meet Strategy on Instagram. Send us a message. Tell us a little bit about where you're at, what you're desiring to heal, and we can have a conversation. From my heart to yours, aho, namaste, all my relations. And I see you, I acknowledge you, and I love you, sister. We'll see you in a future episode. Be well.